instructions, amen, on what you are supposed to do from this moment onwards, hallelujah. So this moment is a very uh, important and significant moment because Jesus is about to ascend, hallelujah, to the heavens. He has walked with the disciples uh, for, for, the last, for the past three years. They had seen him walking on earth. They had seen his death. They had witnessed his resurrection. But now he's saying, now I'm going to be where my father is. And it's expedient for me that I go to be where my father is. Because when I go, I will send you a comforter. But then before he leaves, he gives an instruction. What, is, what are the last instructions that Jesus gives to his disciples? Acts chapter 1 verse 4. Amen. The word of God says, and being assembled together with them, hallelujah, with them who, the disciples, the men that he had walked with on earth, hallelujah, being assembled together with them. This is what he says to them. He commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, hallelujah, which says ye, which says you have heard of me, hallelujah. So he says to them, now I'm about to go to the Father. Now, everything that I've done on earth, all the examples and everything that I did, I'm entrusting them to you. Hallelujah. So in other words, Jesus is saying, my work and everything that I, I, I did, it can end with you or it can die with you. If you fail to be significant or relevant witnesses of my gospel or of my truth, it means the gospel will die here. These men had a great responsibility. They had the responsibility to take the gospel to all the four corners of the earth. And then Jesus Christ gives them an instruction and says, before you go and preach, there is something that you must do. Before you rush out to speak, hallelujah, you need to be empowered and equipped, hallelujah. All the equipping that I have done when I was on earth, hallelujah. There is a greater equipping that surpasses that equipping, hallelujah. Before you do anything, before you go out and do anything, tarry in Jerusalem, wait in Jerusalem, hallelujah. Wait, because this is the most important thing that is going to happen to you. You're waiting, but what are they supposed to wait for? What were they being instructed to wait for? Hallelujah. Verse 5. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with what? With the Holy Ghost many days hence. Hallelujah. Not many days from here. When they, uh, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for your knowing, the time or the season which the Father has put in his own power. But, hallelujah, then he gives a big but. But, hallelujah, you shall receive what? Power. Come on, somebody say power. power. You shall receive what? Power. You shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be what? Witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea. And in Samaria, unto the uttermost what? Parts of the earth. Hallelujah. So he's saying to them, before you do anything, tarry in Jerusalem until you receive the power. Hallelujah. Then when that power comes, it's going to make you now uh, significant or able witnesses of my, of, my, of my gospel. Hallelujah. Of my teachings. But before you go, hallelujah, if you go without the Holy Spirit, what you are supposed to accomplish, you will not be able to accomplish. What you are supposed to do and fulfill, you will not be able to fulfill. Wait in Jerusalem, hallelujah. Now, this man, they are saying, we have seen this man doing miracles. We have seen him doing wonders. But now he's leaving us alone, hallelujah. But he says, I've promised you, or I've told you uh, some days before that I was going to not leave you alone. But I was going to give you the comforter, the Holy Spirit, the paracletos, hallelujah. We, we, we looked at last week and he said when he comes, the word of God says, he will take of what was Christ and he will make it known to you and I. So what Christ knows, I begin to know. What is the heartbeat of the Father becomes my heartbeat, hallelujah. Are we together? Now, I want you to look at these people that God is talking about or that Jesus is talking to prior to him uh, descend, ascending to the heavens. Just a few days before this event took place, when Jesus Christ was, being, was about to be crucified, there is a man called Peter. Hallelujah. 
the word of God says, when Peter saw that they had taken the Lord, instead of running away, he said, you know what, let me go into the, into the court and, and hear what they are talking about and see what is going to happen to this man. As he sat there by the fire with all these uh, uh, Romans and all these other people that were there, they asked him and said, are you not one of the people that was walking with the Messiah? And he says, no, 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 you must be mistaken, it's not me, hallelujah. Right? He is denying the master. Not only did he deny the master once, the master had told him three times, you are going to deny me before what? Uh, be, before the, 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 the hand cross, hallelujah. So during that time, we see him denying Christ. But just a few days, Jesus is entrusting the whole gospel to this man that had denied him three times. Just a few days before this event. How, how is he supposed to do it? And Peter, a coward, hallelujah. He refused Christ at the most critical time in his life. When Christ was facing death, Peter is asked, do you know, do you know this Savior? And Peter says, I don't know him, hallelujah. I've never seen this man before, hallelujah. And all of a sudden, Christ is saying, now I'm giving you the responsibility. If you read the word of God prior to this event, you will hear Christ speaking to Peter and saying to Peter, Peter, who do men say that I am? Hallelujah. And, and Peter says, some say uh, that, that you are a prophet. But then at the end of, the, of everything, the Lord said, turns to Peter and says, but who do you say that I am? Then Peter says, you are the master. You are the savior. Hallelujah. You are the Messiah. Hallelujah. Then Christ says, flesh and blood has not revealed that to you. Amen. Hallelujah. And he says, upon this rock, I'm going to build my what? My church. Meaning on who? On Peter. Peter, who is a what? A coward. Hallelujah. When the time came, hallelujah, what it has been a very significant moment when they were taking Christ, if Peter had just stood up and said, if you want to take him, you have to go through me. Hallelujah. Because he had been promised the keys of the kingdom. But we see him running away. And Christ is about to go. Does Jesus know what he's doing, surely? How can he leave the responsibility of advancing the kingdom to this man that had denied him three times just a few days before this moment? How is he going to accomplish it? It all lay in the secret. Tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power. Hallelujah. Wait in Jerusalem. Don't do anything on your own. Wait in Jerusalem. And when the Holy Spirit of truth has come, you shall be filled with power. And you shall become my disciples. Hallelujah. And you shall become witnesses of the gospel. Now let's look at what happens in the book of Acts chapter 2. Amen. And when the day of Pentecost was come, that day now that Christ was talking about, now that day comes. And here is the day, hallelujah. They are in the upper room in one accord. And listen to this. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. And the Spirit gave them utterance, hallelujah. And, they, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. So what would happen on this day? They used to call it a, a, a feast of, uh, of, of weeks. Many nations would, would come to Jerusalem to celebrate this, this, this feast or this, uh, uh, the day of Pentecost. Amen. The feast of weeks. So all nations around Jerusalem, all the tribes would come to Jerusalem to celebrate this event. Hallelujah. So they were gathered at Jerusalem. Now, after they, uh, this man had been filled with the Holy Spirit, the word of God says, verse 6 of uh, Acts chapter 2. Now, when this was, uh, and they were dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitudes came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own tongue. Hallelujah. All the men that had come to this place, they heard this man, this 12 men speaking their language after they had been filled with the Holy Spirit. Did they go to school to learn this language? No. But something supernatural had happened. Hallelujah. Then all of a sudden, they heard them speaking their dialect. They heard the gospel, the goodness of Christ being, uh, being, being spoken by this man in their own languages. Now listen to this. And they were all amazed and marveled. Hallelujah. They were amazed and marveled. Let's see why they were amazed and marveled and marveling at this, at this. Why were they amazed? Are not these men, uh, uh, behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how 
Here we, every man, in our own tongues, wherein we were born. Are these men not Galileans? Galileans. But how come they are speaking our language? How come I hear them speaking our dialect? That's what everyone was asking. This man, the, 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 the 11 and, uh, and the other uh, disciples and believers that were in the upper room, hallelujah, there were 120 in, in all, hallelujah, which were gathered in that upper room on the day of Pentecost. They had all of them speaking different dialects, hallelujah. This man, including Peter, that had denied Christ so a few days before this event, hallelujah. And how? Here we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born. Parthians and, Me and Medes, Elamites, and the dwellers of Mesot uh, uh, Mesopotamia, and in Judea, uh, Cappadocia, in Pontius, and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, in Egypt, in the parts of Libya, about Cyrene and uh, strangers of, Ru of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Christ and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues. The, wonder, the wonderful work of God, hallelujah. All these languages, they were hearing them speaking their language, hallelujah. All these people that had gathered, they were amazed. Are, all, are not these men Galileans, hallelujah. What is happening? Where did they learn our language? Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. They were speaking a language that they had not gone to school to learn. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying to one another, what meaneth this? Hallelujah. Others mocking said, these men, are, uh, these men are full of a new wine. Hallelujah. Some said, these men are, what, are drunk. Hallelujah. Listen to them. Hallelujah. Because some of them, just imagine being in a room where you are hearing different languages. Probably you just only understand the language that you know. And you hear all these other languages being spoken. The first thing that they thought was, was oh man, these men are what? Are drunk, right? They said, these men are full of what? New wine. Hallelujah. But listen now to this man, the coward before, whose name was Peter. Hallelujah. He is the one that stands up. Hallelujah. And listen to what he says. But Peter standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken unto my words. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, he has a new level of boldness. Hallelujah. A boldness that he did not have prior to being filled by the Holy Spirit. And then he stands up and he says, ye men of Judea, listen to me. Hallelujah. The man that had run away one time, this, this time he does not run away. This time he stands in defense of the gospel. And he says, listen to me, ye men of Judea. Hallelujah. For this, no, these men are not what? Are not drunk as you suppose. Seeing it is only the what? The third hour. Hallelujah. It was in the morning. And he says it's only nine o'clock. The third hour is nine o'clock our time. So he's saying it's only nine o'clock a.m. <laughs> when could they have drunk wine and already be, be, be drunk at this time of, of the day? It's only nine o'clock. They are not drunk. Hallelujah. But this is what? The fulfillment of Joel 2.28. That says in the last days I'll pour out my spirit on what? On all flesh. Hallelujah. My God, when the Holy Spirit comes, hallelujah, you are going to find yourself having a, a, a different kind of boldness to proclaim the words of God, hallelujah, to speak and to preach the words of God. Because when he comes, he will give you a, a new level of confidence in, the, in what God did on the cross, hallelujah. When they heard them speaking, what they heard, the word of God says, they heard them speaking and declaring the goodness of God in their own languages. We said when he comes, he will witness of Christ. Hallelujah. We as a church, we are called to be witnesses of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But we cannot do it on our own. We cannot be effective on our own. Hallelujah. Like Peter, probably, when we are at workplace, we are like, you know, can I really share the gospel with this person? Would they really receive it? Hallelujah. Sometimes we are, uh, we are afraid what they will think about us. Hallelujah. But Peter at this stage, he was not afraid of men's opinion anymore. Hallelujah. He stood up and he said, now this Christ that you crucified, he is the Christ that rose and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And right now what you are seeing is the fulfillment of Joel 2.28. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, he has a new level of boldness. 
a new level of confidence in the Lord. Hallelujah. That is one of the things that will happen to you when you are filled by the Holy Spirit. Amen. He will bring a level of confidence. I remember when I received Christ and when I received the Holy Spirit, I, 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 I always talk about my testimony that after a few years of having received Christ, I was born again a Christian. Amen. But I had not been filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, but one thing I know is that I desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember one of my friends coming. We used to have a cell group at our, at our house uh, every Wednesday. So one of my friends came and he says, Malvin, I'm, I'm now speaking in tongues. And I'm like, God, this brother just gave his life to you yesterday. What is happening with him? How come he's filled with the Holy Spirit? But I, but I knew that day, me and my, my, my sister, we closed the door. Uh, when everybody had gone home, and we closed the door, and we began to pray. Hallelujah. We began to pray, and we said, we are not going to leave this room until we are filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember when we left that room, we were speaking in tongues. I went into my blanket. I was speaking in tongues. I woke up the next morning, went into the shower. I was speaking in tongues. Went to school. I said to my friends, something new has happened to me. My life has changed. I remember I used to take uh, commuter, commuter buses to school. Amen. On my way back to school, I would stand up in the, in the buses. I would begin to preach the gospel. There was something that had happened to me. Some people knew me as a quiet boy. Some knew me as a shy boy. But when it comes to the gospel, hallelujah, I'm not shy. Because there is something that happens to me, hallelujah. It is not I that speaks, but it is the spirit of God that begins to speak to me, hallelujah. I might have been like Peter before that event where when it comes to preaching the word of God, I would be shy. I would be like, what would people say? What would be their perception of me do? But that day, I remember I said from this day onwards, I will begin to preach the word of God. Within a moment, I, I remember that our cell group, young people would come from all of our neighborhoods to come to our home group. Hallelujah. And God would visit us every Wednesday. Miracles would happen. Lives would be changed there. Amen. And at school, I remember I, I was just in form one day. I remember there was a scripture union that was almost dying. Few people, I think less than five people, used to attend scripture union. And I was going to a boys' high school. My God. Just imagine at a boys' high school and you want to tell people about Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just imagine what, what ridicule, how they will ridicule you, how they will laugh at you. I remember, you know, being placed as in charge of scripture union at, at, at Ellis Robbins. And that scripture union had barely five people. But as we began that scripture union, the Holy Ghost began to visit us. Hallelujah. Within a, within a, within a, 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 a few days, I remember, we were not in, a, a, a one class would not, was not able to contain us. We had to change and, 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 and use like a, a bigger auditorium just for scripture union at a boys' high school. Hallelujah. Where others would be saying, ah, we don't want to hear about the gospel. But there was something powerful that was happening. I remember one day our headmaster came when people were in, the, uh, in one of the classrooms praying. We didn't know that he, he, he came. But he came and he had people, young people, praying in that school, praying in tongues, praying and, and, and speaking in the Holy Ghost. But we were all lost in the Holy Spirit at that time. We didn't know that he came. But he came and he heard us speaking. And he went back and he, he, he went to one of the teachers that was there, who was the, the senior master uh, at, at the school. He said, I heard boys speaking in tongues in one of the classes. I want you to go and check it out and see what is happening. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I, on one of our meetings, all of a sudden we hear the senior master comes in. And he says, I've been sent by the headmaster. He heard you guys speaking in tongues the other day. But I've come to see what is happening here. I want to see if it's genuine. I've been sent to send. Then he looked at the faces. Then he's like, but I see all of you are good boys in this school. <laughs> all of you are, the, are at the top of your classes. That's how, then he's like, so I, I, I believe because I know you guys. I believe what is happening is genuine. Hallelujah. There was something that was happening. Hallelujah. Even st top students at that school, hallelujah, began to turn to God, began to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That's how God began to use us. But it was as a result of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. One of my, my friends that I used to go uh, to Scripture Union right now uh, in Zimbabwe, he's one of the, the youth pastors. If you know uh, um, Bishop Chido Bismarck, his youth ministry, one of my friends whom I used to go to, to Scripture Union at that time, whose life changed because of that. 
is where you pastor right now. Hallelujah. Amen. At our cell group that we had in Zimbabwe, one of my friends, hallelujah, the one that I was talking about, that he spoke in tongues, and I said, God, how will come he speak in tongues? He only gave his life yesterday. I, you know, we were just witnessing and talking about Christ yesterday. How come now he's received the Holy Spirit before me? He's now a pastor. He's pastoring a church in South Africa. Hallelujah. But all this was happening, or is happening, is, it's because of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm standing here as, as a pastor in this place, not because of my own intellect. No, not by power, nor by might but by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. An understanding of Scripture began to come to me, not because I'm wise, I'm wise, no, but because I was filled by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That's where we want to be as a church. That's where you have to be as an individual, where you are filled with the, with the Holy Spirit that should become a catalyst for change in this world. When the world is going to, uh, to, to, to hell, you become the catalyst that plunders hell and begins to populate heaven. That's what God has called us to be. We are on an, assign, on an, on an assignment, an assignment to preach the, the word of God. But we cannot do it on our own. Hallelujah. We cannot do it by our own power. You cannot do it by your own strength. But you need the infilling of the Holy Spirit so that you get that boldness. Hallelujah. Now, when he comes, he just doesn't give you the boldness only. But he begins to give you certain packages, certain things that, that will make it. Uh, that will make you an effective minister of the gospel of God. Amen. Amen. Let's look at the book of uh, 1 Corinthians, chapter 12. Amen. Are we together? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians, chapter 12. Now, this is Paul writing in the book of 1 Corinthians. And he says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy. Ah, sorry, I'm reading Romans chapter 12. First Corinthians chapter 12. Now, the word of God, this is uh, Paul writing. He says, now concerning the spiritual, spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Hallelujah. Now, the original version would say, now concerning the spiritual, hallelujah, meaning concerning the things of the spirit, I don't want you to be what? To be ignorant, right? This is, this is, this is a Peter, Paul, Paul writing this, this scripture. He says, I don't want you to be ignorant concerning the things of the spirit, hallelujah. You have to be acquainted with the things of the spirit. What are the things of the spirit, hallelujah? Then he goes on to, to say, Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And that no man say, uh, no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts. Hallelujah. So, when he comes, these are the things that he will give you. These are the gifts that he will give you. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are different differences of administrations, but the same Lord, hallelujah. And, um, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all, right? What does that mean? It means the word of God is saying to what? To every man, hallelujah. Every child of God, you are given gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. To profit with all. What does that mean? It means the gifting is not for you. Hallelujah. It is not to, to your benefit. Hallelujah. There is one that is to your benefit. We'll talk about it. Hallelujah. He's saying the gifts are given to man to profit all with all. To profit the body of Christ. To edify the, the body of Christ. I said we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can be catalysts of change, so that we can benefit the world. Hallelujah. Amen. What are the gifts? Hallelujah. The first one that we're going to look at. It says, for to one is given the spirit of the word of wisdom. Hallelujah. A word of wisdom. Where you are able to have a conversation with somebody and they are going through certain things in, in their life. And then all of a sudden, you get this inspiration to say, you know what? Your situation with what you're going through, you need to give this angels. Hallelujah. You need to give them direction. Hallelujah. You give them direction. You give them advice that is godly. 
Hallelujah. The word of wisdom. Hallelujah. It is a word that is beyond your own understanding. Hallelujah. There are times that people come to me and they say, Pastor, I need advice in this and that. And the words that I speak after I leave, I'll be like, God, what did I get that? Hallelujah. Because it was beyond me. Hallelujah. I'm living beyond my natural senses. I'm living beyond natural uh, understanding of things. Hallelujah. But I'm discerning things by the Spirit. I'm able to give them direction according to how the word of, of, of God is being opened and revealed to me. Hallelujah. When you are filled with the word of God, hallelujah, at your workplaces, they will come and rally to you for wisdom, for a word of advice. Hallelujah. I'm going through this and this with my kids. What am I supposed to do? Then you give them that word of wisdom that will change and transform their lives forever. Hallelujah. That is the result of the gift of the Spirit. You know, where they know so and so, if you need wisdom, that is, if you need wisdom or advice, that is godly. If you go to this person, they will give you the best advice you've ever heard. Hallelujah. 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 Godly advice. When you look at the word of God, if you look at people like Daniel, hallelujah. Do you know that Daniel served three kings? Three kings. Or actually, there were not only three kings, but there were different kingdoms. He served a pagan king. Hallelujah. Different kings. Hallelujah. That he served, and he would sit in their council and give them wisdom. He had this ad- understanding of governmental, uh, of governmental uh, administration. He, was, he would sit in their council, and the king would say, but all of you are saying this, but what does Daniel say? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is looking for such to rise up and give answers to the problems of our nation. Young men and young, and young women that will rise up and say, you know what? The spirit of the Lord is sent for the nation to go in this direction. Not all of us are called to stand on the pulpit and preach. Hallelujah. But we are sometimes called to give advice onto the administration, how things are supposed to be, to be administered. Hallelujah. You consult those people they have a different uh, understanding of situations. Hallelujah. The other one is the word of knowledge by the same spirit. It is an understanding or an ability to know things that are not yet. Hallelujah. We say when the spirit of truth will come, the word of God says he will show you what things to come. Right. You say you can avoid this by doing this and that. Because I've seen your future. I see what is ahead. Hallelujah. I see that the economy is going to, to go in this direction, but you can invest in this and that, and you will not lose your money. Ah, it's possible. Hallelujah. But we are not using it, and, and, and we, are, we are missing out because we, are, we don't know what God has given us. Hallelujah. I, gave, I, I had a certain man given an, an example of a comforter. You know that comforter that you, uh, that you buy for the bed, uh, that, that you put on your bed, that sometimes... We have people that have a comforter. But when it comes to time to go to bed, they take that comforter nicely, they fold it, they go and they put it in the, in the closet. It's not for use, it's for bookkeeping. <laughs> hallelujah. There are times that it's the same thing in our lives. Hallelujah. That with the Holy Spirit, he's not for use. He is for display. We have been given him. We have been given all these gifts. But when it comes to time to use them, we shelve them and we close them in, in, the, cup, in the cabinet. But we have them at our disposal. Hallelujah. May God help us that we use everything that he has put at our dispensation. Hallelujah. Everything at our disposal, may we utilize it. Hallelujah. You, have, you can go on your knees and say, God, I need to make a decision right now. Show me. Give me wisdom so that I make the right decision. Give me wisdom. Give me understanding, Father. Before I take on this job, before I take on this offer, Lord, direct my path. Hallelujah. That's what it means. The word of God says, his word is a light unto my path and a lamp unto my feet. Hallelujah. It means that you are able to stand on sure ground because you know something that nobody else knows. When you are a child of God, you don't walk by the natural senses. That's what, that's what it means when the word of God says, we walk not by what? By sight, but by faith. What is by faith? It means by faith, you are able to perceive things that are spiritual. They are not understood, but they are discerned. You discern the things of the spirit. That's what we are called to as children of God, to discern the way that we are supposed to take. Before you take any decision, you go and pray and say, God, show me how I'm supposed to, to navigate this one. 
show me how I'm supposed to go about doing my things. Hallelujah. And because you have the presence of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, you'll be able to do things accordingly. Amen. Amen. Jesus knew how important it was. So he said to his disciples, study in Jerusalem. Don't go anywhere until the Holy Spirit comes. And when he comes, this is what he's going to give you. You have wisdom. You have an, an, an understanding of things that's beyond natural understanding. Hallelujah. It says, now to another by the same spirit is given the gift of healing. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you have laid hands on the sick? Or just have prayed for someone that's sick? If you are here, show me by raising your hand. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? We are told here by the same spirit. We are given the gift to lay hands on the sick. Hallelujah. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit in a cardboard. He is enclosed somewhere. We are not utilizing the gift that he has given us. Hallelujah. He has given us the power to lay hands on the sick and they recover. Hallelujah. Going on. And to some, the working of miracles. Miracles and wonders shall follow them that believe. Hallelujah. As a child of God, hallelujah. They are supposed to say, you know what, if my child is sick, I can take him to this person. They will lay hands and they will be healed. Hallelujah. That's how the world will come to know uh, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What, one time when, when Paul is writing in the book of First Corinthians, chapter, I believe it's chapter 1, verse 5, he says, he says there that my, the, the message that I preached was not just in, in speech. It is not in, fu- in food and drink, but it is in the demonstration of what? Of the spirit and power. What is that? It is the demonstration of, of, of the gift, the manifestations of the gift in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm saying this to give you an appetite, hallelujah, for you to begin to desire, hallelujah, to desire the things of the spirit. Paul says concerning the spirituals, I don't want you to be ignorant, hallelujah. Concerning the gifts of God, I don't want you to walk in ignorance. I want you to be fully aware of what it is that we have in God. I want you to be fully cognizant of what God has deposited in you when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That he gave you the ability to do and to work miracles. He gave you a gift of faith. Yes, when others are saying it's impossible, but you rise up and you say with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. You rise up and you say, I see a way where there seems to be no way. You rise up and you say, it is possible. If anyone can do it, I can do it. You can say the blessing, if anyone can be blessed, it is me. The blessing is mine. Hallelujah. It is my inheritance because I know what the scripture or what the word of God says. Hallelujah. The giftings are for you and I. Hallelujah. To another prophecy. Hallelujah. You are able to prophesy. I remember in the, in the, in the book of uh, Ezekiel, the word of God says, and the Lord took Ezekiel to a valley of dry bones, and he saw dry bones that were there. And he says to Ezekiel, can these dry bones live again? And Ezekiel answered the Lord and said, only you know. Hallelujah. And the Lord says to Ezekiel, prophesy. Hallelujah. What is prophecy? It is prophecy means you speak the desired outcome upon a particular situation according to how it is dictated in the spirit. Hallelujah. That's what prophecy is. Hallelujah. That's what prophecy is. We begin to say, you know what? When, when evil is rising up, the glory of God will rise up. Hallelujah. Men and women of God will rise up. Hallelujah. Who will push back evil. Where there is death, there will be life. The word of God says, and Ezekiel looked at the valley of dry bones, and he says, dry bones live again. Hallelujah. There was a desired outcome, and he spoke, and things happened. Hallelujah. That's what, what prophecy is. Prophecy can be prayer. Hallelujah. The greatest prayer you can ever pray is the prayer of prophecy. Hallelujah. My God. Yeah, when you pray the will of God, Jesus says, when you pray, pray and say, let it be done on earth as it is what? In heaven. Which means heaven is the ultimate or the the place of the, the epitome of the will of God. So when you begin to pray heaven and earth, you are praying the will of God. That's how God would have things to be. Hallelujah. As they are in heaven. That's how he would have things to be on this earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, somebody. Say power. power. Say power. power. Hallelujah. You shall receive power. 
when the Holy Spirit has come. Hallelujah. We saw the gift of, of wisdom, the gift of the word of knowledge. We saw the gift of faith, the gift of healing, the gift of prophecy. All these encapsulated within the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He brings gifts when he comes. Hallelujah. He brings gifts when he comes. He does not come empty-handed. Hallelujah. He comes with gifts. Hallelujah. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you can use, you can begin to use any of the gifting that we hear being talked about. And to another diverse kind of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. So I said prophecy is when you speak the desired outcome. Right? And I said prayer, the greatest prayer you can ever pray is a prayer where you prophesy. Hallelujah. Now the greatest prayer, right? The word of God says when you are speaking in tongues, what, what is happening when you're speaking in tongues? Your spirit is praying, right? But now if I have, uh, so, okay, let me explain the gift of tongues. So when you speak in tongues, the word of God, Paul says, when I speak in tongues, my mind is unfruitful, right? But my spirit is edified. Because your mind does not know the things that you are speaking, Right? Are we together? But now when I have a gift now to interpret tongues, it means the things that my spirit is praying, I understand them. Which means that now I'm in a greater level of prophecy. Because now I'm moving according to a realm where I understand what is being spoken in the spirit. Let's look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Let's make this clear a little bit. Hallelujah. Listen to him. Uh, chapter 14, verse 2. For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto who? Unto men. Hallelujah. But unto God. For no man understands him. Hallelujah. But how bait in the spirit he speaks what? Mysteries. Even though men do not understand you, but in the spirit, what are you speaking? The mysterious. You are speaking mysteries of God. You are speaking things that your mind could not otherwise comprehend. Hallelujah. When I'm facing a, a situation and I feel discouraged, I don't pray in the language that I understand. What I do is I begin to pray, right? My spirit man who is unlimited, hallelujah, who knows no limit, begins to speak to God. I begin to pray in the spirit. Hallelujah. Because my spirit does not know limitations like my mind knows limitations. Then what then do I do? Because I also have the gift of interpretation. I'm now able to tap into what I'm saying in, in tongues. And all of a sudden, I'm encouraged. Hallelujah. My God. All of a sudden, I feel exalted. Hallelujah. A situation that was seeming like it's a situation unsurmountable, all of a sudden becomes a situation that has involved. Because I now I'm what I'm speaking in tongues. Now listen. So he that 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 he that prophesies speaketh unto men to to edification and exhortation and comfort. So now when I understand what I'm speaking in tongues and I interpret it to men, the word of God calls it prophecy, because now it is for what for edification of the body of Christ. It is for you and now and and, and I to be what to be encouraged by the very same words that I was speaking previously as a mysterium. But now they are made clear. Are we together? Amen. amen. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. Amen. I know some of it doesn't make sense right now, but I trust that the Holy Spirit, who is the greatest teacher, will simplify this. Amen. I'll try to simplify it as much as I can. Hallelujah. So, when I speak in tongues, the word of God says, when I speak in tongues, my spirit is the one that's praying to God. My mind is unfruitful, but my spirit is what? Is edified. Hallelujah. That's the benefit of speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. When you begin to feel like you are depressed, all you have to do is begin to speak in tongues. Then the spirit man in you begins to get, to get what? Edification. Verse 5 of uh, 1 Corinthians. I would that you all speak with tongues, but rather that you prophesy. For greater is he that prophesies than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret, that the church may receive edification. Hallelujah. Amen. So Paul is saying now, 
I speak in tongues, right? But when I'm speaking in tongues, right, because it is my spirit that's speaking to God, right? Unless I have the ability to interpret it, to make it to where it becomes a prophecy, right? At that time, to you and to you that's listening, that's the hearer. It's like what it happened on the day of Pentecost. They said those people were what? Were drunk, right? They were not able to understand what they were saying, right? But when you are given a great, great gift, right? So, so what am I saying? I'm saying it's good, right? It's great that you begin to speak in tongues. But don't end there. That's what I'm really saying, right? Desire also what? To interpret. Because when you interpret now, you are moving in a realm of what? Of prophecy. You are now able to edify and give encouragement to the body of Christ. And say now, the, this is what the Spirit of the Lord says to the church. Hallelujah. This, that says the Lord. Hallelujah. Now you are moving in another realm, right? Because there are greater, there are levels to the things of the Spirit. Hallelujah. But to all, he said, Paul says, I would that you all speak in tongues. Because you need it. Hallelujah. There are times when you cannot pray by yourself. When you feel discouraged. Paul says, but, but the Spirit prays for me with words that, 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 that words, with groans, that words cannot what, cannot utter. Things that you cannot otherwise speak because your natural mind is limited. When you speak in tongues, hallelujah, you begin to speak mysteries. You begin to speak freedom. A freedom that you otherwise didn't have yesterday. Hallelujah. Are we together? Uh, I believe Jude chapter 1, verse 20. As I begin to, to wrap up this morning, hallelujah. This is what Jude chapter 1 verse 20 says. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. What is Paul saying? Paul is saying build yourselves up, right, on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. So when I want to encourage myself, well, when I want to, uh, to, to, to edify my spirit man, what I do is I pray in what? In the spirit. Hallelujah. It says building yourself up upon your most holy faith. Why does it call faith holy here? Right? The word of God, we, we remember at one time when someone said to the Lord, uh, holy teacher, right? And Jesus says, no one is holy except you that is from what? From above. Meaning that faith is only holy if it's faith that emanates from above. Right. So in other words, it means that the faith that you are beginning to use is the faith of God. So when you pray in tongues, hallelujah, you are utilizing a supernatural faith. Not your own faith, but the faith of Christ. It becomes the faith by which you see things being a possibility. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm just saying this to encourage you. Hallelujah. Paul says, covet after the best gifts. Desire the best gifts. And he says, pray, right, that you prophesy. What does that mean? It means that, hallelujah, if you desire a gift, you can go and ask a gift. Because if, if why would I say pray for something if I know you won't get it? Right? If I know you are, you are going to get it, I would say desire, right? The key to receiving the gift of the Spirit, number one is desire. Number two is prayer. If you are going to move and receive the gift of the Spirit, you have to desire them. Last week I said the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Right? He doesn't force anything on you. He doesn't force anything that you don't want on you. You have to want it. Hallelujah. My God. I've seen my wife uh, operating now in so much now in, a, in the gift of prophecy. But for years she has been saying, you know what? I'm, go I, I'm going to prophesy. But now I'm now seeing the manifestation of it. Hallelujah. But it, it started from what? From a desire. She's desiring the gift. Now the Holy Spirit will honor the, the desire. Now when she prays, she says, God, I want to prophesy. Hallelujah. And God will honor what? The prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm saying as a church, hallelujah, there is no gifting that we should lack in this house unless if you don't desire. That's the only thing. Unless if you don't want it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to operate in a gift of the word of knowledge? Hallelujah. Some of us already operate in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us already operate in it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Huh, Mr. Sox, 
when they come and they want advice. Hallelujah. You give them the advice that you give them according to, uh, to understanding of, of law, right? But then you also have another gear you can use. Hallelujah. And you say, you know what? We can even pray about this. Hallelujah, my God. And you are able to even give them a higher and another solution. They came just seeking, right, uh, uh, counsel, right, legal counsel. But you are able to give them beyond legal, legal counsel. Legal counsel plus godly counsel. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. My God. That's how we operate in the things of the spirit. Hallelujah. Let's just stand up to our feet. We want to play as a church. Hallelujah. I don't know what gift you desire. Hallelujah. I don't know what gift you need. Hallelujah. But I said the key is what? Desire and prayer. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, do I have someone that's desiring a gift? Hallelujah. Do I have someone that's desiring a gift? Hallelujah. I urge you to desire. If we are going to change the world, we cannot do it on our own strength. We cannot do it on our own power. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Hallelujah. We need the spirit of the Lord. Peter could not have done it on his own. On his own, he was a coward. Hallelujah. But after he was filled with the Holy Ghost, he began to live beyond himself. Hallelujah. He began to live beyond his natural ability. He began to live beyond his natural senses. He began to live beyond his natural understanding. He was now filled by the Spirit of God. He had a certain understanding. He had boldness. Revelation was given to him. He began to say, now, what you see happening is the fulfillment of Joel. 228. Hallelujah. Another level of revelation. He began to move in a dimension of revelation. Hallelujah. As a church, I want you to pray and say, God, fill me with your spirit. I want you to open up your mouth and pray and say, God, I want to move in the gift of wisdom. I want to move in the gift of the ways of knowledge. God, I want to move in the gift of healing. God, I want to move in the gift of miracles. God, I want to move in the gift of discernment. I want to discern spirit. I want to discern spirit. I want to move, oh God, with a, a, a higher level of understanding. With a higher level of understanding. I want to pray in the spirit. I want to pray in tongues. I want to pray in the spirit. Lord, I pray. I pray with understanding. And I pray in the spirit. I pray with understanding. And I pray in the spirit. I pray with understanding. And I pray in the spirit. I pray with understanding. But I also pray in the spirit. I also pray according to the spirit. Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I pray with understanding. And I pray in the spirit. I pray with understanding. Come on, somebody begin to pray. Begin to pray where you are. Pray where you are. Come on, desire the gift of God. 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 Say, Holy Spirit, come and fill me. Holy Spirit, come and baptize me. Give me a supernatural ability. Give me a supernatural ability. Yes, Lord, you fulfill Joel 2.28 upon this church. Yes, that says the Lord, I will fulfill my word according to Joel 2.28 that in the last days I will pour my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. I will fulfill it even in this era, even in this time, because I am the Lord. My promise is sure. My promise is yes. My promise is amen, says the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 My God. Hallelujah. I'm out of time. But I remember that day that I went home. Me and my sister leaned and we closed the door. Hallelujah. We said we will not leave until we are filled. Hallelujah. My God, we said, Lord, we will not leave until you, you fulfill our desires. Hallelujah. 
uh, from that day onwards, my life and my Christian walk has never been the same. I've seen people being filled with the Holy Spirit, sometimes in my car, sometimes in my house. I've seen God doing amazing things, hallelujah. Sometimes at work, hallelujah, oh my God, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's, a, that's the beauty of having the Spirit of God. Jesus says, it is expedient that I go to the Father. Because if I go, I'll leave you with another one like me, of the same kind. Hallelujah. My God, hallelujah. 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 I feel, because of our time, this Wednesday, uh, let's, let's turn it into uh, a prayer, a prayer Wednesday. We want to pray. And we want to come and desire the Spirit of God. What this Wednesday, you want, if you are desiring something to happen for you in the Spirit of God, if you are desiring something, I urge you take time to pray. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday is our day of prayer and, and fasting. So take time to pray. Take time to seek the Lord. When we come here, we are going to see the manifestation of these blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, because of our time, hallelujah. Amen. We are going to get into our time of giving. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's our custom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for the tithe and offerings. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your people this morning. Lord, as they give, that, Lord, you bless them. Father, more than anything, more than, Lord, with the natural gifts, Father, we pray you bless your people with the spiritual gifts. Your word says concerning the spirituals, I would not have you to be ignorant. Lord, as a church, may we, be, may we not be ignorant concerning the significant things of the spirit. But, Father, we pray, may we see the manifestation of your power in our lives. Lord, may fathers in this place, Father, lay hands on their children, Father, May fathers in this place, Father, Lord, minister healing, minister, minister the word of knowledge, minister the word of wisdom, Lord, upon their families. May we be priests in our houses. I pray for the women of this house, Father. May they exhibit even the gift of prophecy. May they prophesy. Lord, we thank you, Father, your word of God. Your word says, oh God, of the daughters of Philippi, that Lord Philippi had daughters that prophesied. Father, I pray upon this church, Lord, may, we, may, may your children prophesy. I pray, Lord, bless them, Lord, even, Lord, with the, with, the, with, the, with the physical needs. Bless them, Lord. Bless them with riches in this world also, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And the church of God said, Amen.